Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me, a Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is April 23rd. Today, we are going to continue in Mosiah chapter 5, and I hope that's okay. There are just so many incredible principles in Mosiah chapter 5, and I just want to continue to explore them and to dig a little deeper into them. But before we get into new verses today, I want to talk a little bit about the conversion of the people of King Benjamin. It was so interesting. The other day I was having a talk with my husband about these chapters, and he said, I wish that I had the conversion that these people had. You guys, that blew me away because (laughs) my husband is one of the best people I've ever met in my life. He is so incredibly Christ-like, and he is good, and he is kind, and he is humble, and he is so incredibly obedient to the commandments. And so when he said that, I was shocked. And we turned together to chapter 5, verse 2. And we took a look at the very end of that verse where it says that these people had the kind of conversion that they had no more disposition to do evil, but to do good continually. Now, if I could pick any phrase in the scriptures to describe my husband, it would be that one. He has zero disposition for evil, and he wants to do good all the time. And if you know my husband, you know that that's true. Now notice this scripture doesn't say that they never messed up again, that they were perfect from there on out. They just had a desire. They had no more desire for anything wicked or wrong. They had a desire to just do good. And that, to a T, is my husband. So what I realized here is that he was looking at this conversion experience of these people And he was envious of the sudden and drastic change that came upon the people. And so often we see those experiences in the scriptures with Enos and with the people of King Benjamin, with Alma the Younger. We see these drastic, drastic conversions. And it's easy to think, oh man, I wish I had an experience like that. But what I discovered in this conversation with my husband is that it doesn't matter how long the path takes to get us to that conversion. The important part is that the end result is the same. For most of us, this conversion process is going to take years. But the end result of our conversion is that we have no more disposition to do evil, but to do good continually. Exactly the same as these people. I don't think you and I were meant to have these drastic conversions. I think Heavenly Father wanted us to have to work out our conversion over years. In 1989, President Benson gave a talk called A Mighty Change of Heart. And in that talk, he said this, Becoming Christ-like is a lifetime pursuit and very often involves growth and change that is slow, almost imperceptible. True repentance involves a change of heart and not just a change of behavior. Most repentance does not involve sensational or dramatic changes, but rather is a step-by-step, steady, and consistent movement towards godliness. That is a better description of most of our conversions. Step-by-step, line upon line, here a little and there a little. And if I'm being perfectly honest, most of our conversions is going to ebb and flow a little bit. We will have times in our life where we're doing a lot better and times in our lives where we're hanging on. But the important part is that we're consistently trying to step 
forward. And in those times where we're struggling, the important part is that we're consistently trying to maintain our ground. That is what conversion looks like for most of us. And that is great. That is enough. That is perfect. Because the end result is the same. That disposition to do good continually. So I just thought that that was super important to talk about and to address. That we don't get bogged down in seeing these big drastic conversions or experiences of other people, but that we take the time to appreciate our own journey and each step of our own conversion. Okay, perfect. So let's go over to verse 12. Verse 12 says this, I say unto you, I would that ye should remember to retain the name written always in your hearts. Now remember the name which they were given was the name of Christ, right? And King Benjamin says, I want you to always have that name written in your hearts. Now I want to explain something. And if we were sitting in a classroom together, I would be drawing this on a board and it would make a lot more sense. So (laughs) you're going to have to visualize this for me. Okay. If I were in a classroom, I would draw a big heart on the board. And then I would draw a bunch of arrows pointing to that heart. And all around on those arrows, I would write things like self-worth, identity, discernment, strength to act, standards or source of direction, different things like that. Because all those different things, our self-worth, our identity, our discernment, our strength to act, our source of direction or our standards, all come from whatever we have at the centermost part of our heart from whatever our heart is focused on. So if we have written upon our heart business success or money, and that was the number one most important thing, that was the focus of our hearts. That was what was written upon our hearts. As long as we were doing good, as long as we were successful in business and making money, then we would obtain our self-worth from that, that success and that money. We would obtain our identity. We would make our discernments based off of What would make us more money and what would help us be more successful? We would only act if it got us to that end goal. And we would pull our standards and our source of direction from that success. Now, I'm not saying that business success is bad. It's not. Heavenly Father wants us to be successful, and I believe that. But if we place that at the center of our hearts, it can easily, easily fail us. And then we're left without the self-worth. We're left without the identity, without the discernment, without the strength to act, and without the standards or source of direction. Even if we take something wonderful and great like a a spouse and we put that at the center of our heart and we attached our self-worth and our identity and our discernment and our strength and our standards to that person, that could still fail us. If that person passed away or if we lost that person, then all of a sudden we lose the identity, the discernment, the strength, the standards, all those things are gone too. So here King Benjamin instructs us to take the one thing that will never, ever fail us. We take the name of Christ and we write it upon our hearts. Because when we write it upon our hearts and we make that our center, and we make that our core, all of a sudden our identity is wrapped up in our relationship to the Savior, and that's okay, because He won't fail us. 
our discernment and how we make choices is wrapped up in the Savior. And that's okay because he will not lead us astray. Our standards and our source of direction are wrapped up in the Savior and his laws. And that is okay. Christ is the one thing that won't fail us. He's the one thing that we don't lose. And we can trust and put faith in him enough to make him our center, to make him our core, and to trust him enough to write his name upon our hearts, to make him the source of our identity, our discernment, our strength, our standards. Just like it says in Helaman 5.12, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation. Because no matter what comes, the winds, the hail, none of it shall have the power to drag you down. Because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. So I testify to you that if we put Christ at the center of our hearts, if we make him that foundation in our lives, we cannot fall because he will be there strengthening us, helping us to discern, giving us our self-worth, and giving us direction. I testify that there is peace in Christ, that we can trust him, and that when we do, we are on a sure foundation. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to subscribe, to like, to comment, and to share on social media. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.